This just in from Just Riding Along Outdoor Media, Matt's Week in Review with an update on breaking bicycle industry news. Hello and welcome to another episode of Matt's Week in Review. Today's episode is recorded on the 14th of April uh, 2022. Uh, We're going to do some, I'm calling it legal news first this week. First up. Boulder police recover the crazy ceramic speed direct drive bikes. Um, one of the bikes related to that theft. There was more than just the two bikes stolen. Um, one of the related bikes came into full cycle in Boulder, being ridden by, by a man with a backpack with bolt cutters hanging out of it. He bought a pump and left. The shop calls the cops, and he was apprehended that same day. And later... So the bike he was on was one of the bikes that were stolen. There was like a specialized e-bike, and then one of the bikes was recovered, and the other bike was recovered later that week. So good job. Um, now going into bad job, Samuel Mancini, I think that's correct, Mancini, Mancini, the managing director of Outdoor Capital Partners, has pled guilty to securities fraud. They were raising money to acquire a bunch of bicycle-related businesses, and he raised about $11 million, and then those acquisitions were never completed. And his fine is $5 million, and he might go to jail for a long time. So, yeah, there's that. Anytime there's big money, corruption will show. So there's uh, there's corruption. Going to bring a little bit more snark than usual into Matt's Week in Review right now. Moving into the I'm Not Surprised for 200, Trebek. Anthony Justin Little of North Carolina is suing Compass, also known as Ren Hurst, for a tubeless tire that blew off the rim, resulting in a laundry list of injuries. Not only does this not surprise me, as I personally know people who have ran into similar issues of tubeless tires not staying put on tubeless wheels from Ren Hurst or Compass, depending on where they were in, in time, I worked with a few folks who were crazy over these tires, but after seeing some of the setup difficulty that these posed, I was never comfortable spending my own money on them. And even though a guy who had tires blow off the rim, like I already said. The last not surprising part of this whole ordeal is when Justin mailed his tires back to Ren Hurst for inspection, these tires were magically lost after delivery. Amazingly, John Hine, the owner of Ren Hurst, had no comment and said he just learned of the lawsuit but is bashing other former dealers in the comments section of the bicycle retailer posting of this news. Yeah, I'm throwing a lot of shade, but I can't say this is moving the needle on my desire to purchase tires from this company. Keeping tire theme going, Continental releases new gravity tires. We're not going to get too deep and boring in the details, but they are big tires for huge grip, and all the way over 1,000 grams. If this sounds like your bag of badgers, head over to their site and check them out. It's not really my cup of tea, so I don't have much more insight on these as they fall outside of my use and needs by a somewhat decent margin. Even more tire news, like a phoenix from the ashes, American Classic was reborn as a tire-only brand. As they beat up, snap into place, air things up, all right, enough puns. They're moving into their second year of tire-only sales, and they are adding in a wholesale element to bring dealers into the network and adding some more tires. Their max retail is currently set at $45, which is neat, but at this time they are just offering road and gravel tires, so more useful to me than a super gnarly DH casing tire, but not really something that I need. 
a ton of. Andrea got on to me for lusting over new tires for my gravel bike when my current tires are fine and my other tires in the shed are fine, but I want to try different tires. So, yeah. More gravel, but this time not just tires. Let's talk about bikes that hold tires. Lauf announces a new gravel drop, drop bar, and they're not calling it a mountain bike, but it's mountain adjacent thing called the Siegla. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right or not at this point. I don't really care. It clears a 29 by 2.25 tire, so it feels like a mountain bike, but they call it a gravel bike. Also, this uses an odd 73 millimeter road bottom bracket that only SRAM is making cranks for at this time. Where do you get those cranks? How do you know if you have those cranks? Who knows yet? But I'm sure as this standard becomes more, puns intended, standardized, It'll be easy and quick to identify what you need and what can go where so you can get the right stuff going and enjoy your new bike, whether it is a Siegla or something else that adopts this in the future. More news, but this time Lauf. They're opening a U.S.-based distribution center in Harrisonburg, Virginia. I almost said Washington, sorry. That's kind of it. They're opening a distribution here which should improve U.S. presence and support and make it easier to buy their products. So gravel but not Lauf. BombTrack has released their house brand Sado, S-E-I-D-O. Again, no idea if I'm pronouncing this correctly. I haven't heard it spoken yet. Think everything gravelly adventure related but available standalone for your projects. So they took their house brand parts, they put a different name on them, and they're selling them standalone. They have wheels, stems, forks, bars, cages. Yes, 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 yes. This brand has everything. And if you didn't get it, that was a Stefan from Saturday Night Live reference. So, yes, terrible jokes. That's what we're here for. Pretty cool. Don't have a ton more. I don't need any parts right now. So when I looked at their listing or the release of this, I just kind of like skimmed over it and was like, that's pretty neat. And I think that you'll do the same. You'll probably be like, that's pretty neat, but I don't really need anything. And we won't talk more about it. You'll be like, wow. And you'll go look it up and find something you can't live without. So trying to attract, uh, approach this from that angle of attack where it's like, yeah, not really important that we get deep in the nitty gritty unless I get really excited and then I'm going to get deep in the nitty gritty. So moving into real mountain bike news, Crank Brothers drops, <laughs> drops their Highline 11 seat post. This is a dropper post that has a carbon stanchion. It looks cool as hell. There's no other ways to go about it. It is pretty pricey and kind of light. Compared to some other posts on the market, you can find pretty close weight or similar lightness out there for a little bit less money, but honestly, it has a carbon stanchion. This brings the bling, and yeah. Um, and for those of you out there that are scoffing or rolling your eyes, remember the Highline is the number one product from Crank Brothers. I endorse it fully. It works. Easy to service post. Very low maintenance. I can't say enough good things about them. Going into other things that just work, Fox releases a new model year 2023 Fox 36 fork. This one comes in about 20 grams lighter and is reported to have better resistance to CSU Creek than previous models. Yes, people at home were like, well, it couldn't get any worse. Shut up. By saying that it has less Creek, they are in a roundabout way acknowledging their problem or their previous, let's say, issues, and they are 
moving in the right direction. Next up, are you like me? Do you bar- like your bars low? Well, good news. Cane Creek launches their Hellbender 70 headset in a Slam City. It's not the actual model name. It's, uh, it's called the Slam Set, but they do a Hell- Hellbender and Slam Set now. And this lets you get your bars super low, low. I really like the name Slam City, and I think it should be called that. And if you know you want to change things around, King Creek, have your people call my people, and uh, you know we'll work something out. Next up, not exactly headset related, but extremely headset adjacent, K K Edge launches a new computer mount called the Boost Computer Mount. Now, before your eyes roll all the way out of your skull, let me tell you what it does and why it's cool. This is one of their mounts that goes under the headset top cap, but instead of coming out of the top cap at a fixed plane, they do one that doesn't adjust, and they do another one that you can put a a wrench in, and there's a little hinge, and you can adjust the angle of the dangle. This one comes out, scooches forward a bit, then raises up 10 millimeters, and then has the angle of the dangle bolt. They're saying they've designed this so it clears the beefier faceplate on some mountain stems, so it sets the computer up a little bit higher. I think it's pretty cool, and I think it'll work well for at least one of my bikes, and I think it'll work well for a lot of bikes, one of my personal bikes, and I think it'll work well for a lot of people out there. Not really designed for this, but if you're into like super bike packy and want to strap a bunch of stuff to your stem, like uh, Oveja Negra chuck buckets, I think they're called. Yeah, you know, or gosh, I can't think of what Revelate calls theirs. You know, the little beside the stem water bottle holders. Those things, if you want to mount one of those on, not having your computer strap in the way of getting those straps in and out would be really cool. So, you know, check it out because we're moving on to silly brake stuff. Galfer has some crazy shaped rotor that is called shark fin, uh, but it definitely doesn't jump the shark. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, More material. It is stiffer to reduce warping and supposed to have better bite. I heard if you ask nicely, it makes you a trailside snack with cheese and wine too. Yes, that's a little bit of snark because every product that's new is always going to be new, improved, better, etc., etc., etc. But this looks like a classic case of there is a rotor with more material. More material handles the heat better because there's literally more material around to dissipate the heat. So it looks pretty interesting. They come in 180 through 2 something, like 220 or 223. I forgot to put that in my outline, but they go from trail size through biggins and everywhere in between. Uh, More brake stuff. SRAM releases a brake called the DB8, which is a mineral oil brake. Not a lot of info out there about it now, but more to come in the future, surely. Now, lastly, our friends at Wolftooth have launched the 6-bit keychain and axle tool those are two separate things um the six bit keychain is just that it is a little tool that is able to go onto your keychain it's kind of neat if you're into that sort of stuff check it out i think everyone knows again to use the same reference from before not my cup of tea but something i think andrea is interested in is the axle tool so if you've ever seen the like trek road or gravel bikes that are through axle, they'll have a tool that you can rip out of one axle, cram in the other axle, and just leave it there. 
so you don't need a handle on both front and rear through axle. Um, with all style and shoe sizes considered, you should leave it in the front. That way your rear foot or your foot doesn't touch it in the rear. Or if you're hiking, biking, or walking beside your bike, you don't clobber yourself in the side of the calf with that protruding QR lever. That makes me physically angry every time I do it. So yeah, just think about that. It's a pretty neat one. Um, you can snap a couple of extra little bits in there and do some wang dang adjust a with it. So, uh, yeah. That's really all I have for this week. Some cool tools, brakes, some headset stuff, forks, carbon dropper posts, some gravel and tire news, and a little bit of legalese about what's going on in the bike world. Thanks for listening this week. Be back next week with more of the same. And until then, ride safe and always follow rule number one. Thanks for tuning in to this week's news. Until next time, take care and ride safe.